You're listening to Rumble in the Morning on FM 99. Sunday night football, Jets, Raiders, uh, terrible game. 16-12 was the final. We had a Hail Mary attempt at the end of the game by Zach Wilson, but uh, Jets unable to complete that. They fall to 4-5, and five, Raiders 5-5. Five and five. After the victory, Raiders interim head coach Antonio Pierce was conducting his postgame presser when reporters are, are there to ask questions. But but what if you're, you're Tim Woods with sports fan rap ah. and you don't have a question? Tim Woods with sports fan rap. Uh, just want to give you a shout out and give you a congratulations, man. Uh, seeing you come through this journey and seeing Raider Nation all the way live out there and uh, seeing the guys just run around and rap and uh, get around to that ball and uh, the defense just looked like they stepped up. It reminded me of uh, some of the old days. And I uh, just want to congratulate you on behalf of Mount San Antonio College and uh, very proud to know and see you uh, leading these guys and have the Raiders in contention for the playoffs. I hope that you keep this job and they keep you here for a long time. And I saw a lot of people that said the same thing. Uh-huh. That's all I got. Yeah. Uh, you're there to ask questions, Tim. No, you have man. A question? no. I got to represent. Was he being videoed? He must have been. You no, got great sound. There's a reason why he was in there. Ah. And uh, I've used this with John Cooper and the Lightning. I've pulled the, hey, I'm from where you used to coach, uh, you know, card. Yeah, right. Well, this guy played with Antonio Pierce. Here's Pierce, uh, oh. what he said. Me and Tim Woods played junior college together, Sack Dogs, National Championship, 1997. Nice. Yeah, so I'm sure when Tim Woods contacted him and said, hey, can I come up there and be part of the postgame presser? He was like, yeah, yeah why yeah. not? I don't right. care. Sure. Sure. Uh, just have a question for me, mm-hmm. which you did not. He did not. Nope. Earlier in the day, the Commanders uh, quarterback Sam Howell once again turned in a great performance. Three touchdowns for him over 300 yards, not enough. Seahawks' final second walk-off field goal for them from Jason Myers, 29-26. to The Seahawks... As well as the Lions, another team with a walk-off field goal. Several teams had walk-off field goals. The Lions did it with the Chargers, 41-38. Riley right. Patterson with a 41-yarder for the win. Uh, Tony Romo, Jim Nance, loving it. And Detroit showing you they're here to stay for the rest of the year. This is a formidable team who can win the Super Bowl, Jim. By they're the way, good. don't count them out for being the one seed either. Yeah, they only have two losses. Uh, the Eagles have one. Wow. Dustin Hopkins of the Browns, 40-yarder for him. Cleveland is 6-3. and three. Who? Am I crazy or is this the sneakiest 6-3 and three team there is? I did not know the Browns were 6-3 and three until That's this amazing, morning. amazing, yeah. They beat the Ravens 33-31 in Arizona. Kyler Murray returned from the torn ACL, led his team on a uh, drive that ended in a Matt Prater walk-off field goal. Cardinals beat the Falcons 25-23. In Cincinnati, Matt Amendola, he's the fill-in kicker for the Texans, hit a game-winning field goal as time expired. Texans 30, Cincinnati 27. Right. In games that did not come down to a winning field goal, the Cowboys dismantled the Giants 49-17. They beat the Giants quarterback, Tommy DeVito, who is in for, of course, Daniel Jones. Uh, Jones out for the remainder of the season. Uh, Now, in addition to them beating Tommy DeVito, who couldn't even throw for 100 yards in this one, Dallas wide receiver C.D. Lamb became the first man in NFL history to catch at least 10 passes and at least 150 yards in three consecutive games. Not too shabby. Wow, that's great. Yep. Uh, so he and he he did well. He also caught a touchdown pass, ran for another in that one. Dallas also ran its home winning streak to twelve. That's the league's longest right now, twelve in a row at home. Cowboys have swept the Giants this season because they're in the same division by the combined score of eighty nine to seventeen. 89 to seventeen. Wow. And Dallas outgained the Giants yesterday by four hundred and sixty eight yards. 
So just a bad day for the Giants all the way around. Not good. Great day for Josh Dobbs, who in only his second game with the Vikings, won the game for them again. 268 yards uh, in the air, touchdown. He also ran for a touchdown and had 44 yards on the ground, 27-19 over the Saints. If the playoffs started today, the Vikings are in it. If the playoffs started today, the Steelers are in it. They're outgained by every team they play. A matter of fact, all nine games now, the Packers outgained them 405 yards to 324 yesterday, but the Steelers won 23-19, Pittsburgh 6-3. 49ers quarterback Brock Purdy looked pretty good, 19 of 26, 296 yards, three touchdowns, and a damn near perfect quarterback rating. 49ers crushed the Jaguars 34-3, but unfortunately the 49ers running back in this one, Christian McCaffrey, who entered the game having scored a touchdown in 17 consecutive games, was trying to tie the record set by the Colts' Lenny Moore back in the 60s, who who scored a touchdown in 18 consecutive games. Yeah. Yesterday, McCaffrey did not score. When asked about what happened, this is what he said. Yeah, I suck. Everyone else on the team scored, <laughs> except for me. There you go. He kind of was chuckling. He was laughing about it. He, of course, would have loved to have had the record, but he's not upset. He's happy the team won, and again, the team crushed the Jaguars. Buccaneers trying to keep their playoff hopes alive, beat the Titans 20-6, to and in a very, very boring game in Germany, the Colts beat the Patriots 10-6 to uh, early yesterday morning. In college football, we had some breaking news on Friday. We have breaking news out of college football where the Big Ten Conference has suspended Michigan head coach Jim Harbaugh from the sidelines for the remainder of the regular season. After the conference found Michigan conducted... You're listening to Rumble in the Morning on FM 99. ...an in-person scouting operation for years. For years. This guy's been cheating for years. You know, the problem with college it's football... scouting, Rod. The co- just scouting. The, college, the problem with college football is all yeah. they got to do yeah. is put the microphone in the helmet of the, of the quarterback like they do in the NFL. But they don't. Oh, right, right. They don't. They have to flash signs. Yeah. Yeah. So this is why this whole scandal uh, has uh, you know, come to fruition here is uh, apparently they've got enough information about uh, Connor Stallions going around looking at uh, other teams' games and trying to garnish as much as he could as far as signals. It's right. cheating. Uh, they're going to argue in court this morning because they couldn't get it done in time for the game over the weekend, that uh, there should be a temporary restraining order against the Big Ten. They should not have the power to do this. And they're also going to argue that every team does this, not just Michigan, yeah. and they're not going to deny that they are doing it. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what happens, whether or not they get the temporary restraining order. Uh, the discipline, again, announced too late for them to do anything about their game this past Saturday against Penn State, but they did win that game. Uh, they did win the game 24-15 to without Jim Harbaugh. The interim head coach was Sharon Moore, and after the victory, he was on the field for a post-game interview. Well, I thank the Lord. Well, I thank Coach Harbaugh. I love you, man. I love the out of you, man. This is for you. For this university, the president, our AD. We got the best players, best university, best alumni in the country. Love you guys. Peace. These guys right here, man. These guys. There you go. There you go. That's what you want on live television. Good job. Right. Good job. Uh, Now, there also is a rumor that Harbaugh is going to leave Michigan, uh, whether or not they oust him or he goes on his own and will end up back in the NFL next season. But one guy we know that has been fired is Jimbo Fisher was fired at Texas A&M. They're going to have to buy him out, though, to the tune of – between seventy six and seventy seven million dollars, they're going to pay him seventy six to seventy seven million dollars yes. to leave. He was bought there in twenty eighteen 
to win a national title. It has not happened, and after falling to 10-6 and six this season, they have had enough. He is going to be uh, – he was let go, and they're going to pay him. That's quite the buyout. That's unbelievable oh, yeah. when you think about it. That's crazy. Oh, it's well, all of it was guaranteed money. So his yeah. entire contract was guaranteed. Yep. So they got to so pay. So not him. only do they have to pay him 76, 77 million. The first payment is due in spring and that first payment is 26 million. Yeah. All at once. Boy, tough break for Jimbo, huh? All at once. Yeah, Getting poor guy. Getting by Texas A&M. Man, tough gig. Hey, how are Virginia college football teams doing as we near the end of the season? Well, as you know, JMU's 10 and 0. They're 10 and 0. But That's amazing. Un- and they crushed Connecticut the other day, 44-6. But unfortunately, they're, they're not bowl eligible because they're making the transition to the Sun Belt. And this is their second year. They'll be eligible next year, but they're not eligible now. One team that is eligible for bowls is the Liberty Flames. They're 10-0 after uh, they clobbered ODU 38-10. ODU is 4-6. Liberty is uh, 10-0 in the CAA. Wow. Uh, Richmond topped Elon. Richmond is 7-3, 6-1 in conference. The Tribe of William Mar- Mary, they're 6-4 after they beat Hampton 31-10. Hampton's 5-5. Five yeah. five. Virginia Tech, as you know, beat Boston College. They're 5-5, five five, still hoping for a bowl. It could happen. Uh, UVA lost Thursday night, as you know, to Louisville. They're two and eight. The Norfolk State Spartans beat Delaware over the weekend, but they're three and seven. And VMI is four and six after losing to Furman. And here is your uh, fun fact, and it comes from the state of California. I yeah. did not know this. It is illegal to eat a frog if it died during a frog jumping championship. Yeah, if it died during a frog jumping competition, you're not allowed to eat that frog. I guess dignity, yeah. dignity, perhaps. I don't, I don't know. Respect? I don't know. You he know, was a competitor. How long before that transfers to, you know, horse racing or some other well, some other competition where somebody dies, the next thing you know, everybody's getting out the, the A1, <laughs> getting ready to go. Nope, can't eat him. He, won, he was in that race.